Everybody, welcome to episode 98 of Two Piece Starts Live. He's Tim, and he is Ray. We hope you enjoy the show. Yes, we do. Hey, Skype call already, right out of the box. Wow, man, it's like it's scheduled or something. Yeah, it's crazy. All right, looks like we have Toby on the line. Toby, welcome to Two Piece Start Live. Hi. How's it going, Toby? It's all right. Um, people on the site may know me as the Gastronomic Gamer. Ah, uh, uh, yes, the Gastronomic Gamer. Where are you calling from? First off. I'm calling from Dubs Ferry, New York. Never heard of it. Yeah, not many people have. Well, hey, do you have a question for us? Uh, yeah. What is your greatest moment connected to Two Piece Start? Ooh, it was the day I met Tim. Oh yes, <laughs> that fateful day in, uh, in the whatever month it was. What'd you say again? The the our our favorite moment or our our most proud? Greatest. It can mean either one. Okay. Thanks for narrowing that down. I would say um, this moment right here. <laughs> 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 really? Uh, I I always felt like Two Piece Start was was so much more than just a webcomic once I realized how great of a friend Tim would be for me. Aww. You know, because we were total strangers when we had met, right, over the yeah. internet, basically. And we started doing this webcomic, and it kept getting creepier and creepier how many things we aligned on as far as humor, games that we enjoyed playing, style of games, uh, you know... You know, like religious views and you know political views and stuff like that. It's just like everything just kept aligning. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, so we kind of kept waiting for like, yeah, you know, when I was arrested last week for you know <laughs> right. doing something awful. You know, and that never happened. You know, I would say that's that's when I was like, you know, even if two P start doesn't work out, there's there's a, a greater friendship I've made through it, and so I think that was that's kind of the, the bigger picture of two P start for me. And and all it took was a couple months of stalking to figure out what uh, what Ray liked, you know, <laughs> and what and what you should say to me to get me to. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I I can say that I do love going back through the comic archive and even just looking at the little images and having like little memories for each comic, you know, like yeah. There, there's certain comics I'm super proud of. and Like and Mario the, Steroids? Well, no. There's plenty <laughs> of others that I really just love and I'm, I'm very proud of um, on, on both our parts. And then there's others that either didn't turn out right or turned out awful. And it's still fun to remember, you know, what that was like. Just, you know, what, whatever it is, it's, there's like a memory attached to each comic, which is kind of fun to go back and think through. So well, there, there you go, go Toby. Thank you for all your comments over the weeks and months. Yes, definitely. It's been great having you on. I had fun. Great. Well, hey, we'll catch you later. All right, bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, hey, what do you say we get into a topic of the week? Let's do it. I've got an exciting topic for you that you don't know what's coming. But seeing as how we are the role models for the gaming generation, just FYI, apparently. Well, I mean, we have a certain image that we like to uphold, right? Yes. A very false image, because when I'm off the show, I'm killing seals and dealing drugs. Oh, totally. Really, I deal a drug to the seal, then I kill it. I just get its money first. (laughs) 
Uh, now the uh, the question he was kind of talking about was like, you know, Tim talks a lot about how you know hacked his iPhone or his, his iPod Touch, and he has like emulation on his Wii, and you're using Homebrew Channel, you know, like. But those are kind of illegal things, aren't no, they? No, like, they're why? not. Having a, hacking your own equipment and stuff like that is not illegal. Right, but if you're stealing things, then yes. All I'm doing is voiding my warranty. It, once I buy the equipment, I can hit it with a hammer and break it. And that was my choice. And if I had fun doing it, then good for me. Yes. You know, if, I, if I'm putting, you know, my own software on the machine, um, just because they put up barriers so that I can't do that doesn't mean that I can't do that. I guess for like for me personally, there's a, there's a certain line to it. There, like, there is a line. If, if I was because downloading, like, full retail Wii games and burning them and stealing them and this and that, that right. is illegal. I'm not allowed that's to where do I that. And that's exactly where I come is, what am I using homebrew for, you know? Like, I'm not using homebrew to screw up target tests, high scores, and mess with people online and crap like that. Like, I'm using it to dress up my characters in Smash Bros. I'm using it to add names of people to my replays in Smash Bros. Which is pretty cool, by the way. Yeah, it, it's a, I'm, I'm worried about trying to enhance the game experience to be more of what I wanted the game to be. Now the flip side is you do have like Bad News Baseball emulated on your console, right? Right, but I also own but, the game. Yes, but that doesn't mean you're entitled, sorry, but that doesn't mean you're entitled to have the game on your Wii. I, I disagree, and here's why. Um, for instance, there's a website called virtualnes.com and okay. you can go on there and play any NES title that you want that they ha that is available on that site. Now, you say, how can that be legal? Why does Nintendo let them stay in business? Blah, blah, blah. Well, the guys that own the website actually own cartridges for all those games. And if they own one cartridge of a particular title, then one person can be playing that at a time. And they've, they've, got, they've been sued, they've been this, they've been that, and they've never been found to be in the wrong. Because really? it's just using the license that they, you know, purchased the cartridge of. In fact, you can donate your cartridges or money for them to buy cartridges so that they can, you know, increase their supply of games. Um, wow. I have an old NES, and I can go ahead and plop the cartridge in the NES and play it on my TV. The, really, the biggest thing for me is NESs look like crap on HDTVs. Yes, totally. And I'm not willing to put up with that. So, But wouldn't you say that we're kind of then encouraging people... Uh, to install NES games through Homebrew Channel and play them instead of purchasing them from the WiiWare? I can discourage it right now and say don't do that. Um, but you do it, so clearly you, you don't agree with now, that. Now, if Bad News Baseball were available as a downloadable title on Virtual Console, I would rebuy it because it's okay. So it's okay. It's not actually available in the. All right. Oh okay. no, it's not. If it were, oh, I'd be all over that. Right. Okay. Well, there's. So there's the, the. I think that's the important thing to consider about what we're doing. Then is that you're at least like I would totally buy it from them. I'd pay oh, money yeah. for that game on. But since it's not there, then I am therefore installing the game on my console myself to right. for my own means. The purpose here is that you're not trying to cheat the system. Right. You're just trying to enjoy the system or enjoy it because the system doesn't offer it. But even as a virtual console title, I would be preaching the gospel of Bad News Baseball from here to Kingdom Come. And that's, and that's the religion we're a part of, by the that, way, the yes. gospel of Bad News the Baseball. The gospel of Bad News Baseball. <laughs> I would, I mean, I'm telling you. I, so really what we're encouraging is you have fun. options. 
Yeah. And, and we ask them. that you use those options for good, not evil. You know, it's it's there. Don't just hack to hack. But if you have a reason to do it, then, um, you know, have fun. All right. Well, uh, let's do a little bit of Ricka Ricka Remix. Remix. Uh, with this segment, I mentioned a video game remix favorite of mine, Who Made It and Where You Can Grab It. This week, it's a fun remix of a song from Turtles in Time. It's called Subterranean Kamikaze by Sixto Sounds and Zircon, which is just a perfect take on the flavor of that game. Take a listen to a short sample. for yourself, just head back to the page you grab this episode of 2P Start Live from, or the link is right there for those of you listening to our M4A version of the show. And that'll march us right into Comic Talk. This week we had Tweet the Deets. Tweet the Deets. Let's put it this way. I, I don't know what people are going to like anymore, honestly. Uh, yeah, we were talking about I this. Can't, I can't no predict clue. anything. People love it, and it's even winning a joystick you know, webcomic wrap-up poll right which now. Which is crazy, yeah. Which is wild. Um, we were kind of, I have a couple ideas that I still want Ray to really do. Um, but it, they're involved, and so it was not the week to do it. Ray was feeling sick. We was getting late in the week. But I had no idea what it was going to become. So just so people don't think, I was like, oh, Ray, you're sick? Well, guess what? You're doing a 47-panel comic. <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was kind of like, here's an idea. You know, you're going to a movie. I tweet it, and by the time you get back, I'm not even done with the tweet. You know? But then we ended up kind of laughing more at the idea of a few wanting to go see Up instead. Right. Which is perfect, because it's kind of an inside joke, but at the same time, anybody could still get it as far as the title the being title short. Because the title's so short, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's a double punch for those of you who uh, knew of all the inside stuff. But You know, we've talked about the addition of Twitter and Facebook to Xbox and how it's kind of stupid. I, I have watched a few videos now, and I would say that there is some point, I think, to the Facebook on, on Xbox. Looking at pictures on Facebook is pretty cool because you got your TV there. You could show a bunch of people at the same time. Yes. And so I'm like, that that makes sense to me. You know, I, I get that. And so there was all these demos at the Tokyo Game Show or whatever. And I, I'm watching video after video and every single one. And they're like, well, can we see Twitter? And they're like, okay, here. And they show that screenshot that's in the comic, basically, with yes. which shows all the tweets. And they're like, yep, this is what it looks like. Bye. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what, is it, what is it like typing a tweet? Like, aren't you going to show any? I mean, there was not a single screenshot or video <laughs> demo of tweeting it oh god! Kind of plays into our comic there because it's like, yeah. oh, it's so cumbersome. You don't want to do it. And and there was a question asked, like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like, so I can just hit a button and tweet like what movie I'm watching on Netflix or what game I'm playing. They're like, yeah, that functionality is not in there at this point, uh, but maybe well, in the future. I, I really don't. Here's what I don't want. Like, I'm really 
sick of the automated Facebook or Twitter posts, okay? Mm, yeah. Where yeah. people have something set up where when something happens, then it's automatically pushed to Facebook. Like tweeting your high score with an iPhone game sort of thing. Right. That gets really annoying because then it's, it's like... not personal anymore. Yeah, it's not personal. Now it's just an automated machine. And, and I don't want to go to Facebook and have all this unnecessary garbage piling through my feed. I want to see what people want me to see. And it has to go through the filter of your mind. I can just imagine a future where everything in your house that's electronic has like a, a Twitter button on it. So you like you go to the kitchen, you toast some bread, and when you put down the thing, it says, toasting some bread, <laughs> open the fridge, set the coffee. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh boy, Twitter's going to take what, over the world here. <laughs> what if like the government decided that those Twitter things is now are forced. A government tool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like we need to know what everyone's doing because <laughs> then we have times. an edge on what's going on, and that's we can. What it, and that's what it is. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Just oh, your means... whole life being tweet. Like your shoes have, like count the steps you took during the day. Yeah, like where Twitter. you've been, where you're going, stuff like that. And it's like oh, yeah. everything's everything's written in a history, and everyone can go back and look it up. I could see uh, us writing a screenplay for a movie about. Twitter. <laughs> Some action thriller starring Bruce Willis, you know, where Twitter becomes conscious and <laughs> takes over the world. You it, know? it turns out like the, the ones that own Twitter are some alien race of birds in the in outer <laughs> space, you know? And like Bruce Willis has to go fight them. Yippee Kaye, mother <laughs> Tweet that. You can have so, <laughs> oh boy. You can have so strewn many- <laughs> with Twitter jokes like that. <laughs> like, but when will we know? I'll tweet the deeds. <laughs> <laughs> or, or he at the end when he finally uh, defeats the the aliens, it's like, looks like Twitter's down for some site maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, boy! You like blast someone? They're still not dead. Like, looks like I gotta retweet this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> There's there's some serious potential here, dude. Well, uh, for every great comment comes great comments, and this week's suggestion box was no different. My comment goes to Dominator101, who said, Well, I really wish I could laugh at this comic, but it's too blurry to read on my iPod. I guess I'll have to go to a computer sometime today. We, we literally cast out all of our iPod Touch and iPhone fan base this week. because So Safari just doesn't load at all. It has like a limit to images. I mean, it'll show the image, but it will not zoom it. I, I guess when it zooms it, it's taking up too much memory. And uh, So really, the iPhone is just the power of two GameCubes duct taped together? Oh, totally. Okay. Yeah, it's worthless. My con of the week goes to Eddie Hargraves. I swear I know that guy from somewhere who wow, said it's kind of sad that some people are complaining about the scrolling. <laughs> oh, my wrist is so tired from pressing the space bar to read a comic. What a rough morning. <laughs> oh gosh. It was that was awesome. Like how how wimpy of a nation have we become that like do you want to roleplay this? Oh boy. <laughs> I like how you're always not up for the challenge. Oh, I'm just not an actor, what can I say? Well, why don't you be the person who's uh, complaining no, 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 we'll, and we'll both be that person just in different places on the internet, both saying at the same time, all right? Like we're, okay. Oh, sweet! New To Be Star comic! Yes, oh, awesome! Can't wait to check this yeah, out! Yeah, cool. Take, click. Hold on, let me wait to hit puberty real quick. Uh, all right, <laughs> let me look through this real quick. Yeah, awesome. What the heck is this? What? Was this the uh, same panel? Oh my god. What? I'm not scrolling really through that. Are you really gonna do this? Every letter? Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm not gonna read the ending. 
Oh, my finger hurts. Don't they know who I am? Oh, switch finger. Okay. Dude, my second finger uh, hurts. You know now. what? I want a freaking refund. This is oh, ridiculous. I gotta use my thumb hey, now. Jeez hey, Louise. Hey, mom. Mom, can you help me scroll this comic? <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Well, it looks like it's time that we help those of you who want to rise from the grave. Many two-piece start fans tend to lurk behind the shadows, hiding their faces by continually reading our comics, but never daring to leave a single comment. How dare they? So when one finds the courage to break free from the shackles of silence, we salute you. Alright, our first grave riser is Billy Stalin. Stalin. Um, okay, so I think it's about time that I have risen from my grave. Rise from your grave. <laughs> I have been reading two-piece start since Ray's Adventures in Dating, and for whatever reason I decided to bookmark page and I've been coming back ever since. Like clockwork, I'm always here Monday and Wednesday for updates. Anyway, I really enjoyed this week's comic. The punchline was much better than I thought it was going to be, and fast scrolling through the comic looks awesome. Now go do that voodoo you do so well, and keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Next up we have Agent4286, who said, Hey guys, finally rising from my Australian grave. Uh, <laughs> just wanted to say thanks for making such a quality comic. I have seen and loved all of your comics, and now I have just discovered the podcast, which is also awesome. The only comic I didn't get in the entire 2B Start history was last week's. No fault of yours. The artwork was lovely. I just didn't get it. This week's comic was pretty awesome. After the seventh panel, slightly predictable, but the punchline was cool, and it was nice to note the exponential growth in time in proportion to the length of a tweet. Six minutes to do a backspace? <laughs> anyway, thanks for the awesomeness, Harley. Our last grave riser is Frostbite, who said, I guess that I'm rising Rise from my your grave. grave. I've been reading your comic since gulp number 44 and have been listening to your podcast for about a year now. I also have your website on a feed for my iGoogle page, so I'm always up to date with new comics, podcasts, and news. I've been trying to pluck up the courage to rise from my grave for a long time, as I'm worried that you guys will shout at me. How dare you? How, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, well, Ray, keep drawing awesome comics and making your fantastic music and podcast. I was a fan the first time I heard it. Tim... A very late congrats on the birth of your baby. And, by the way, she's in high school now. And uh, keep thinking up new and cool ideas for the comic. Thanks for making your great comic so awesome. Also, by the way, I'm from the UK. You have fans from all around the world. Well, Frostbite. thank you very much, you guys. And those of you who are still in your graves, come on. How dare you. Don't be a graver hater. That's right. And I think it's time for the dreaded Black Doom Award. Mwahaha. <laughs> Aw, oh, Tim, you gotta have the energy in you. All right, all right. <clears throat> oh, hold on, I a little glass of water here. Hold on. Ah, okay, here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> it's time for the dreaded Black Doom Award. <laughs> Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created, Black Doom. So Tim, I'm a graphic designer, as you might know. Um, I do a little comic too. I draw for a webcomic weekly, and you do. I can't help but notice design on everything. One issue I have problems with is really bad box art design for video games. Uh, and, and in general, this is just terrible on multiple levels. But here we go. Check out this image for Girls' Life Sleepover Party. Are they having a pillow fight? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Compatible with the rebalance board? <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. Play, I love how it says, play with your friends. Oh, really? Yeah. I was gonna have a sleepover party by myself. 
<laughs> Girls wow. is plural. Plural. Why, why have a sleepover party video game when you can just have a sleepover party? You know, this doesn't help the notion that girls apparently have pillow fights uh, in their pajamas at a sleepover party. Does this normally Ugh. happen? Because I don't want to. I don't want to push that false image I've always had in my mind for all these years. All the feathers flying around too. I mean, <laughs> Look, okay, come on. But now, as the graphic designer, this thing's riddled with errors itself. What's on her shirt? Exactly. Did she vomit on herself? <laughs> Did she get hit too hard in the head with a pillow? What is like, that? Were they playing with like Play-Doh or something and she fell on it? You know, oh, like, geez. ha ha ha. I'm guessing that's just the design on her shirt, but if so... I, I, think it was a I think it's a design on her shirt that they couldn't have, so they had to like, blotch it out. It. MS Paint. They went purple over the MS purple paint. MS Paint brush and just did it to heck. Okay, first of all, the Girls Life logo. They put a freaking you know diamond above the eye, right? But look at the L. It's got a diamond. It's got it. a diamond. It's like, hey, I don't think people are gonna notice the diamond. So we need to make sure we put it other places too. We need it's, more uh, gems. I hate that line of thinking where it becomes mechanical. Well, people aren't gonna notice the gem unless we have lots of them. It's like, yes, but they will notice them for all the wrong reasons, people. Like it just, it needs to be subtle and just, ah, freaking A. But here's my question. <laughs> yes. Where the heck did you find this? <laughs> what website were you looking at? Moving on. Uh, you know... <laughs> Boy, um, well, my Black Doom is going to go to ABC News. Ooh. Uh, they did a piece on ABC News about video games, and it's just a bit ridiculous, okay? For a number of reasons. First of all, a lot of the things they say... We need to, we need to hear this, yeah. Yeah, let me... Uh, we can watch it together then. Here's a Skype. Together? Together? Oh, Tim. This is our greatest moment. <laughs> there have been a lot of success stories in video games, but gamers say real masterpieces can be hard to find. So IGN video game expert Michael Thompson began a search to find a game that does for gaming what Orson Welles' Citizen Kane did for films. That premise alone is a bit <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, first of all... <laughs> Film has been around for over a hundred years. <laughs> Citizen Kane was made in 1941. I don't think we can make a fair comparison here. Right, okay? right, Just right. right off the bat, no matter what they're about to say, the whole premise is stupid. Yes. Okay, okay, so And continue. here's the answer he found. Oh my god. Rosebud. Citizen Kane has been hailed by film critics for decades as one of the best movies in history. And if Kane were to have a symbiotic partner in the world of video games, <laughs> oh my gosh. it would be the Metroid Prime trilogy. Metroid Prime <laughs> is... <it> again. Uh, <laughs> okay, Citizen Kane has been hailed by critics for how long? Decades as the best movie in history. And if, if Citizen Kane were to have a symbiotic... Whatever he said, it, it would be the Metroid Prime series. Now, really? But no, no. Did they say the Metroid Prime trilogy series? I think he said. Se Hold on. This. Oh, I, I got to go back for just. A second. It would be the Metroid Prime trilogy. Trilogy. Oh, trilogy. You're right. So, first of all, the trilogy is a repiling of the three games with updated graphics, and they, like they've made changes to it. But I mean, the, again, the premise is ridiculous. It's been it hailed doesn't... for decades. Oh, this game's been out for a week and a half. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> a great comparison. 
Oh boy. Okay. It's that continue. sort of thing, you know. Oh, or someone's yeah. like, "It's the best movie I've ever seen." Like, oh. like, well, why don't you wait ten years and then see how you feel about it? Yeah, exactly. Metroid right. Prime is a science fiction action shooter that put combat and fighting secondary to just figuring out where you were and appreciating the sort of ambient immersion of being in a totally alien space. It's nice to know what uh, Michael Thompson looks like. I really wish I was as cool as that guy. Go ahead. (laughs) Citizen Kane created a dark and lonely world that was contrasted against happier times in the past. Orson Welles was using cinematography to express something very personal and human. It wasn't just functional anymore. It was actually tied to a specific meaning about people aging, people dying, people um, not living up to their full potential. And it's Metroid's dark and lonely digital atmosphere, coupled with its human connection, that separates it from just about any other game. Okay, that sounds a lot like Halo to me, so don't I, tell me I know. that you've, it separates it from every other game. Uh, if, uh, listen, anyone ever played frickin' Marathon on the Mac? Good grief. Mm-hmm. Now they're trying to get artistic here and say, well, the atmosphere and the unique look of the game. That, that's not what makes Metroid Prime so great. That, that's what makes Metroid Prime like almost any sci-fi game. Yeah. You've got a human being in like a suit out in space shooting stuff. <laughs> right? I mean, does that sound like a Citizen Kane or anything? <laughs> I, well, I mean, it's, just, it's like the whole argument of like the original Metroid was great because it was just you in this sparse world with no help. I'm like, shoot, that's what Mario was, right? Yeah, so that's what <laughs> NES games were. It has nothing to do with what the actual series was supposed to be like. No, they ah. Ray, they purposely didn't include online multiplayer for that <laughs> for the artistic uh, merit. <laughs> you right? all by yourself. <laughs> it made it made gamers question. It made them choose between friends and themselves while they mm. played this game. Yes, you always understand that you're playing a human being in this game. You go through water, you'll see um, beads of water sort of pile up on your <laughs> you'll visor. You'll see special effects. You can always yes. see, uh, you'll see the reflection. You'll see bright of your own things flashing. <laughs> Which no game has ever Metroid's done. Metroid's story seems like standard sci-fi fare. You play a woman sent to investigate a distress call who ends up marooned on an alien planet. But that's only the surface. One of the most characteristic themes in Metroid Prime is kind of this post-mortem discovery of civilizations that have passed away. Oh, it's uh, been in done. the same way that the whole structure of Citizen Kane is built around a bunch of journalists trying to do the detective work of figuring out the truth about this man who's Wait, dead. Pause it. Oh, is that the loosest connection you've ever heard? Why are we looking at like direct correlations? Like because right. it, it's God. It's like the first person view of Citizen Kane when you start <laughs> shooting people. I mean, come no, on! No, no, it's like, yeah, 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 we switch between first and third person perspective just like Citizen Kane. <laughs> Continue. Get in Continue. touch with everybody that ever knew him! Like Citizen Kane, you can return to Metroid Prime again and again. Oh my god. Both are haunted Wait, by the knowledge Hold of loss. Just on, like the break. <laughs> What the frick? Just like Citizen Kane, where you can watch it again and again. You, you can, can play, play this it game again. <laughs> again and again. Unlike any other game or movie. It was the which first. Just gets destroyed after you watch it once. I got a question for you. Uh, in Citizen Kane, was Rosebud ever able to upgrade its missile capacity? <laughs> you know, I don't know if that was um, a, a possible upgrade. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'd have to rewatch the movie since I can. No, Since it's actually no, possible. It, it's just like how the the snow globe would break 
Mm-hmm. It's just like he used the ice gun to break the Metroids. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> well, that's what I remember in the original Metroid is those statues were holding like these snow globe things, <laughs> which is just like Citizen Kane. Both are haunted by the knowledge of loss. A bright bang in which you can see yourself for a split second before disappearing completely. For the World News Webcast, oh my I'm Michael gosh, Thompson that is so in New York. <laughs> oh, I gotta play that wow. last part again. Yeah, that was pretty bad, wasn't That's it? That's pretty epic of a horrible quote. Both <sighs> are haunted by the knowledge of loss. A bright bang in which you can see yourself for a split second before disappearing completely. What? <sighs> Wait, hold on. What the <laughs> frick? So you... <laughs> oh my gosh. What is he saying in that last sentence? I don't know. Like, like a like the big flash that lets like a, you see yourself, and then you're like, so you get a flash of what you look like, and then you disappear. It's just like, what? What? It's it's just like, what's ah uh, yeah. I got I gotta watch one more time. I I honestly. Both are haunted by the knowledge of loss. Both are haunted by the knowledge of loss. Okay, what what did Samus lose? Besides all of her abilities at the beginning of the game. What did Samus lose? I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard... I don't know I mean, if I've that ever is just... heard... I've never heard a reporting so ridiculous... <laughs> You know, you know what? It's you know what? It's fine if you want to make a correlation between Samus and Rosebud. Don't Rose put Bud. it on freaking ABC News. Yeah, don't put on ABC News. But like, don't make that analogy. What the frick is that analogy to end your like? You know what? I'm gonna go out with the bang, just like, <laughs> just like yeah, the flash thing, that you see. It's one thing to compare like King Kong to Donkey Kong or something, you know. <laughs> But this, I mean, this is like comparing, you know, Charlie hilarious. Chaplin movies with Ace Ace Attorney series or something like that. You know, like, yeah, you can stretch, make anything look like anything if you really try to stretch. But it just doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, and this is all beside the fact that the whole comparison is retarded. Orson Welles, oh Citizen Kane. Call me in sixty years and, oh and, and let me know if if uh, the Metroid Prime series still still holds uh, a candle to this the, is to insane. Citizen Kane. This is hilarious. Oh my gosh, dude. Oh man. ridiculous. All right. Well, finally, we'd like to wrap up the show with musical misfits. Some great video game songs have been lost in the shuffle over time, and we play one in full after the show's over for those of you who are still interested. I get to trade off every other week with our listeners' suggestions, so so you guys can enjoy my choice of Knights and Riala from the original Knights into Dreams on the Sega Saturn. I was just uh, actually reminiscing about how this was probably the first video game song to make me truly realize that video game music can be seen as so much more than just video game music. In fact, I would say the Citizen Kane of video game music. Uh. So that will do. <laughs> <laughs> so that will do it for this edition of To Be Start Live. You know, Knights lost a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, just like the Flash, just of the, like of the, the flash dream over before you disappear forever. <laughs> so wow. that'll do it for this edition of To Be Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for brand new comic and every Monday for brand new podcasts, just like the one you heard here, except better. With that, he's Tim, and he is Ray. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.